0: This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one hour talk show confronting the issues of
1: America's heart and home. And now, with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer.
0: If we were to go back in history, back into the Middle Ages and the time of the Protestant Reformation, we would find that the majority of those who were Religious leaders in the world at that time, that is, Christian religious leaders, viewed the papacy and the Pope as the Antichrist. That's exactly how they saw him. That the papacy was, in fact, the incarnation of the Antichrist spirit and would ultimately manifest itself as the Antichrist of the end times. Now, you've never heard this particular broadcaster or author uh, declare that, make that an absolutism. On the other hand, we do see how the trajectory seems to be holding firm in that direction. For instance, today we have Pope Francis in, well, heading up the globalist parade with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. There in New York, and the Pope coming in with a live feed for the Vatican to head up the entire globalist event for two days. I'm looking at a picture right now of world leaders gathered together, and there is Pope Francis right in the middle. He is the titular leader of the global enterprise. Now, he would never say that directly, but his actions reveal that that's exactly what he is intending, and he is seen as the necessary religious figure to unify the world, the secular world, in its globalist enterprise for a new world order. Now, that having been said, we're going to share with you some of the facts concerning this event uh, that is going on today and tomorrow in New York led by globalist William Jefferson Clinton. You say, well, how do you know he's a globalist? Well, let's put it this way. He was a Rhodes Scholar, and uh, as a Rhodes Scholar, he was trained by Cecil Rhodes, who was the world's first known Western-declared globalist. He formed a group called Rhodes Scholars, and he financed that, And the whole purpose was to train young political and other figures to embrace globalism and to head up the effort toward a new world order. Bill Clinton was one of those. There are many other leaders within our world and in the United States of America who are supposed uh, Rhodes Scholars, and indeed that is their background. So Bill Clinton is well-known as a consummate globalist. Hillary Clinton, his wife, is a consummate globalist. Because of that, the former president of the United States, George Herbert Walker Bush, voted for Hillary Clinton because he also is a was a consummate globalist, as was his father and was his son, George W. Bush. So now we begin to see how the picture begins to emerge. This is not a matter of Democrats. It's not a matter of just liberals. It's a matter of those who see the world very differently than true followers of Jesus Christ. They believe that salvation is of a new world order, that the only hope for the world is to establish a world government. In fact, if we were to go back to 1950, we have a presentation by James Paul Warburg speaking before the United States Senate, and here's what he said. It could not have been said any more boldly than this. He says, we shall have world government whether or not we like it. He said, the only question is whether world government will be achieved by conquest or consent. So we're going to explore that here today on Viewpoint. And we've talked many times about globalism, about the global order, the pursuit of a one-world government, which basically is a new and, well, it's not a new, it's a reiteration of the old enterprise spoken of in Genesis chapter 11 called the building of the Tower of Babel. There is a reason why, The EU set up its headquarters in Strasbourg, France with a structure designed after the Tower of Babel, the imagery of the Tower of Babel, the circles, the concentric circles and so on uh, ending up at a pinnacle. There is a reason why the founder of Amazon, Bezos, established and sought to establish the new headquarters for Amazon in Arlington, Virginia, right there in our nation's capital, as a resurrected version of the Tower of Babel. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. In fact, it's the closest thing. The renderings for that structure are the closest thing you will ever see, probably, on this planet to the artist's rendering of what the Tower of Babel must have been like. The famous painting that most of us are familiar with. And so what we're looking at today is not just uncanny, but it is, well, shall we say, intentional. It is an intentional rebuilding of the Tower of Babel in the spirit of the Tower of Babel, The very thing that God, the creator of the universe, rejected and caused their ability to build to be interrupted by confounding their language. Hence, the word babble. They babbled. They couldn't communicate anymore, and so they can, could not continue their effort in the building of the tower to reach unto heaven. Now, regardless of what you think that means or what somebody else tells you it means, the Bible does not tell us exactly. But it's the spirit of the people who wanted to apparently supersede what God had said concerning the nations after the flood God had said, now I want you to disperse throughout the world and establish your nations. And The Bible said that God established the boundaries of those national or nations that the people were to uh, spread out to, but the people didn't want to do that. They decided they'd rather come together and dispense with God's command to disperse and to build the nations. So they built, they began to build the Tower of Babel. God says, no way. I'm not going to let this happen. The problem is that that spirit has never left humankind. In fact, it's been man's dream of dominion ever since the Tower of Babel. World government has been the dream and dominion of men throughout the ages to this present age right now. Yes, from the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11... To the trumpeting of the new world order, right now in our generation, mankind and his various kingdoms and rulers have sought to govern the then known world in power and glory to elevate man's lust for power and glory, seeking to eclipse, escape, or even defy the power and glory of the Creator. That's where we are today. So we reveal what's happening as we speak here in New York and from the Vatican. Stay tuned. On the broadcast desk today are six articles concerning the event taking place, the Clinton Foundation event taking place today and tomorrow in New York. Here are the headlines. Bill Clinton and Pope Francis to have special conversation at Foundation event. Pope Francis and Bill Clinton set discussion on climate change at Clinton Global Initiative. The Clinton Global Initiative continues to draw CEOs and A-list stars. The Hollywood Reporter, Daniels, Michael J. Fox, and Padma Lakshmi uh, set for Clinton Global Initiative meeting. And finally, Pope Francis Tony Blair, and Pfizer CEO Albert Bourla join Clinton Foundation event promoting globalism. Do you have any idea what this event is about? Well, they tell you very plainly. It's about globalism. It's about the establishment of a new world or global order, a new global government, the same thing promoted by uh, Klaus Schwab, there, the founder and head of the World Economic Forum, that he has relabeled with a euphemistic title, Great Reset. The Great Reset is a means, an expression designed to implement this new world global order. So he gathers people together at Davos, Switzerland, every year, and it's the same bunch of people. It's the same people who have the same spirit of globalism. They are not people who are fundamentally, shall we say, dedicated to biblical Christianity. Some might argue that the Pope, Pope Francis is dedicated to biblical Christianity, but there are many people who would argue to the contrary. Catholics, Bible-believing Catholics would argue to the contrary. In fact, it's created a real rift uh, within the broader Catholic Church, and especially in America. And so, just as there is a spiritual rift politically manifested in America with blue states and red states, so there is, within the Catholic Church, a split. It's a spiritual split that has political ramifications over the Pope because they believe those who would say, be called, we might say, red state Catholics. I'm not saying they're all living in the red state, but by by way of uh, comparison with the blue state, red state idea of uh, division of politics, red state uh, Catholics believe that the Pope has gone off the rails and is not representing Biblical Christianity, but is in fact become a consummate globalist. Apparently, Bill Clinton thinks so too. Bill Clinton is a consummate globalist has actually selected Pope Francis, who is a very willing servant to the Clinton Global Initiative to become the centerpiece of of this entire event. So the lead-off person in the event is not Bill Clinton. It's Pope Francis. Bill Clinton is merely the facilitator to allow Pope Francis to take the throne, shall we say, of the new global perspective. And so with that having been said, we go to some of these articles that uh, will help us to understand some of the personages that are uh, involved. And with each one of the articles, we find new revelations of different people around the globe and throughout the United States who are involved in this event. In fact, we, we do not have a complete list of all of these uh, persons, but every single one of them is a globalist. Every single one of them is a globalist, whether they be a a CEO of a corporation, whether they be a religious personage, whether they be a sports figure, a famous sports figure, whether they be a philanthropist, or whether they even be a spokesperson for Fox News. That's right, Fox News. A very well-known representative from Fox News is going to be part of this it may surprise you. And so I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation as always, friends, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. Now, here's what I want to do before we move forward. I want to make available to you my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Impostor. This is a $22 book, and uh, it's available to you uh, during the month of September for $15. Also, our book, Messiah, the most recent book. Also a $22 book. Available to you for $15. We have never provided this kind of discount before. Now, all of our other books, that is all of my books, not all the books on our website by other authors, but all of the books I have authored are available to you for $10, except for Antichrist and Messiah, that are available to you for $15. Again, that's about a 35% discount from its original price. So, uh, we're trying to get the message out. We want to make these books available to you. Many people are availing themselves uh, of these opportunities and buying. Uh, many people are just deciding, I'm going to get a copy of every one of these books. And that's what they're doing. So, uh, go to the website, saveus.org, avail yourself of the opportunity, give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA, write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 7, 0879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255, writing a check, add $5 for postage and handling for the first book, and $2 for postage and handling for each successive book in your order, Okay. All right, that should uh, handle that. In the book Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Impostor, you're going to find an entire chapter dealing with this globalist enterprise versus God. Globalism, it's actually globalism versus God. That's what it is. And uh, there's no such thing as globalism without it being anti-creator, anti-God. Now, the very centerpiece of this effort is climate change. The very thing that God himself and only himself has control over, now humankind is trying to co-opt as if somehow we have power over the environment. Now, every time we claim to have power over the environment, we make a mess. We create more problems, just like the electrical vehicles, the EV vehicles now are creating a terrible problem. People can't get batteries. The batteries are going bad. They can't find places to uh, uh, recharge. The chargers are not working. Ultimately, it's sending our money to China because they're creating most of the batteries. You see the problem. The so-called solution is becoming a greater problem. And that's what happens when humankind gets involved to try to mess with what God alone has control over the environment, particularly the climate. And so, that is the centerpiece, by the way, of this globalist event, the Clinton Foundation or Global Initiative. And Pope Francis is the headliner. He's the one that is bringing the great globalist discussion on the climate. Here it is from AP News. Pope Francis will discuss how to address the world's pressing issues with former President Bill Clinton to open the year's Clinton Global Initiative. You see, he's the keynote speaker. The Pope is the keynote speaker. A conversation between U.S. Secretary of the Treasury Janet L. Yellen and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was also added to the conference. Why would the Pope be selected as the keynote speaker? I want you to think about this. This is very, very important. Why would the Pope be selected as the keynote speaker? It's not just because he's a Pope. There have been many Popes before. This particular Pope, more than any other previous Pope, has given himself over to promote globalism, a new global order. He has called specifically for a new world order. Now, he's not alone. Pope John Paul II called for a new world order. Pope Benedict XVI called for a new world order. Three popes in a row now have called specifically for a new global world order. In other words, a global government. One of the primary purposes... Uh, for the previous popes, was to establish a global financial system. Now it's gone beyond that to promote control over the environment, over the climate, and a new financial system, and even beyond that. So the pope then becomes the centerpiece of the push for the new world order. Why would that be? I'm going to explain it very simply. The reason is because the primary focus, those who are pushing over and over and continually since the 1950s for this new world order, are virtually all God rejectors. They're secularists. That's their life. They're secularists. They may go to a church. They may go to the Episcopal Church or Anglican Church or uh, Presbyterian USA or something like that. They may go to one of these liberal churches. But basically, they're secularists. They're secular-minded people. They're not godly-minded people. They're not about the kingdom of God. And so, they know that they cannot win the battle for a new world global order or government without a seriously respected spiritual leader. However spiritual that person may be, it's not how spiritual they are, it's how they're perceived. That's what they're after. The secularists are after someone in the world who is perceived to have the uh, spiritual focus, import, emphasis, authority to be able to direct the focus of the world in support of the secularist view for a one-world government. And the Pope is the exact person to fit that bill. There is no other person in the world today The Pope. He's the one. So he is perceived and monikered, so to speak, within the U.N., within the the E.U., within NATO, even within other religions, he, the Pope, is seen to be that person. And so they will call upon him as if somehow he represents the majority of Christians on this planet, true Christians, which he does not. He represents the Roman Catholic Church, which is different from the Greek Orthodox Church, which is different from the Russian Orthodox Church, which is radically different from all Protestant churches. He doesn't represent them. But he's perceived, you see, to have that overarching global spiritual authority because he rules and reigns over the Roman Catholic Church. So great is that view that within the papacy itself, going back historically for hundreds of years, the papacy and the popes have seen themselves as God's premier person on the planet, so much so that they even denominate themselves the vicar of Christ. In other words, Christ in the flesh, who stands on this planet in place of Christ himself to be, as it were, Christ in the flesh today. Therefore, By definition, then, the Pope is deemed to have ultimate authority over the Bible itself, and when the Pope speaks, he is deemed to have authority even contravening the express words of Scripture because he is deemed to be the final word of God. Are you beginning to see now why the world goes to the Pope for globalism? We'll be right back. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Please be advised, all who are listening, if you happen to be a Catholic, a Roman Catholic person, or a person who uh, considers yourself to be a Catholic, my question for you is, do you really believe that Jesus Christ is the only way, the only truth, and the only life? that no man, including the Pope, can come to the Father but through him. That the Pope is not your ultimate authority, but God and his Spirit and his Word is your ultimate authority. Now, if you believe those things, and that there's only one way to salvation, and that's through faith in Jesus Christ, then why should I here quibble with you? I have no quibble with you. If there's some way in which you're off base in your theology or whatever, that's between you and God right now. We're going to keep things at the level of basics. I have no axe to grind against people who profess to be Catholics and who are trusting the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, loving the Lord with all their heart, and loving their neighbors themselves, From God's perspective, and trusting Christ alone for your salvation, anything else is between you and God and the Holy Spirit, who is the third person of the Trinity. Now, what we're talking about here then is the Vatican and an office of the Vatican called the Papacy. That's what we're really talking about here. And the Vatican is a geopolitical state. It is not, in and of itself, a religious uh, institution. Not in and of itself. It's a geopolitical state. It's the smallest geopolitical state in the world, and some would argue the most powerful Because look what happens. The whole world sends their ambassadors to the Vatican. Why? Because they believe that the Pope heading up the Vatican is the primary leading spiritual voice and leader in the world. And by definition, then, they send their ambassadors to the Vatican to do obeisance to the papacy. That's what they do. And that's why they do it. Now, if you take that understanding and apply it to the concept of the pursuit of globalism, you will find then why Bill Clinton now, through his Clinton Global Initiative, has gone directly after the Pope to headline this endeavor. He believes as a secularist Bill Clinton is a consummate secularist and globalist as is his wife they believe that the Pope is the most dependable voice to be received by the world to support and drive The Clinton Global Initiative, the New World Order, and the Great Reset. He's the guy. Now, however you want to denominate the Pope in that regard, I will leave that up to you. But please bear in mind, he is the go-to guy for the secularists and globalists to carry their water because of his perceived powerful spiritual or religious role. Now, that having been said, again, I'm going to make available to you my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Impostor. It is a... uh, what, 400 and some page? It's it's a piece of work. 450 pages. Yeah. It's a piece of work. And uh, as people read it, whoa, their eyes are open. And it's not basically about the Pope. It's about a lot of things, friends, that you've never thought of concerning the issue of Antichrist. Because he's going to come in speaking softly but ultimately will carry a big stick. He'll come in with soft speaking and seduce the majority of the people on the planet. That's why the book is written, How to Identify the Coming impostor. And we're not trying to get a name. That's not what we're after. We're trying to identify from the Bible's perspective, from God's perspective, how followers of Jesus Christ should be able to identify this person before he shows up on the planet or as he is showing up on the planet so that you will not be seduced by his deceptions because the majority of the people will be. Jesus said, straight is the gate and very narrow is the way and precious few there will be that find it. But broad is the way that that many are going to go in that way. In fact, the majority. The majority are going to go that way. They're going to be seduced. You don't want that to happen to you, to your friends, your loved ones, uh, your congregation pastor. And so here's a $22 book. My next or last book is available to you for $15 during the month of September. During the month of September only, $15. It's on our website, saveus.org. You can call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA or write to us at Save America Ministries. If you get this book alone, $5 postage and handling. Now, again, I'm going to repeat, for those of you who are just tuning in, this month alone, September, we are making all of my books, except for Antichrist and Messiah, available to you for $10. For some of those books, it's like a 60% discount. The discount ranges somewhere between 30 and 60 percent. We have never made such an offer ever in 28 and a half years on the air. Seize the opportunity, my friends. Some are doing it. And the interesting thing is that when you do that, there's only five dollars postage and handling for the first book and for every successive book, only two dollars postage and handling, which even multiplies the savings. Don't, don't miss the opportunity, because after September, there will be no more offering of those books that way. It's the first time ever we've done that. You say, well, why would you do that? Because friends' time is running short. Do you not see that? Do you, you You don't see how rapidly things are moving toward the culmination of history from God's perspective? We want to get the message out. We want to get these messages out to prepare people. Every one of my books is designed to do that. Even Lasting Love about your marriage. Because Jesus said he's not coming back for a bride with spot, wrinkle, or any such thing. He wants his bride to be pure and holy. He wants our marriages to be pure and holy before him. So the book "Lasting Love," which is included among these books, what a blessing! What a gift to your kids who are getting married, or who are recently married, or to your spouse, or to yourself. These books are designed to be life-changing books, and for the the comments that we get from people in return, they are life-changing for those who will actually act to receive their truths. All right. So who's going to be at this event? Well, we know that Treasury US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who is a globalist, is going to be there. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton will be leading up a an event, a conversation with Janet Yellen. Then, previously announced leaders, innovators, and dreamers include World Bank President Ajay Banga, Airbnb CEO Brian Cheska, World Kitchen, Central Kitchen founder Jose Andres, and Ford Foundation CEO Darren Walker, as well as A-list actors and philanthropists, including Orlando Bloom, Matt Damone, Damone, and Ashley Judd. Oh, and that's not all. With every single article that has come out, we have a revelation of more of these people. And one may actually shock you when you find out who it is. One may actually shock you. It sure took me by surprise, but then maybe as I thought about it, not so much a surprise at all. But you'll have to wait as we move forward to reveal some of these persons. So, then we have Pope Francis, Tony Blair, and Pfizer CEO Albert Albert Bourla join the Clinton Foundation event promoting globalism. And again, the Clinton Foundation announced Pope Francis will participate in the charity's annual Clinton Global Initiative. Today and tomorrow, they're going to discuss climate change, the migrant, they call it the migrant crisis. It's actually an immigration crisis, child welfare, and so on. Pope Francis will be one of the number of influential figures involved with former British Prime Minister Tony Blair. Now Tony Blair, as I wrote in my book Antichrist, under the chapter globalism versus god when he left the prime minister of uh, ministry of britain he went to the pope converted from anglicanism to uh, catholicism and then formed the tony blair religious foundation to unite the religions of the world. And would you like to know what he said it was for? To promote
1: globalism. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Click sell Church.
0: It may pain some to understand that the Pope is heading the globalist parade. He is the religious leader who is looked to by the secularists promoting the new world order, global world order, as their guy. He's the one. So... Bill Clinton has invited him to be the head guy, the keynote speaker, the one to launch the Clinton Global Initiative this week, today and tomorrow in New York. So Pope Francis, I'm reading now from the nationalpulse.com. Pope Francis has become increasingly vocal throughout his papal tenure such as recently suggesting U.S. Catholic conservatives are backward, as well as calling for global governance. Now, I didn't write that. That was written by an independent news organization. So let's move forward. Let's take a look at another article, ClintonFoundation.org. This is coming directly from the Clinton Foundation. Oscar-winning Everything, Everywhere, All at Once directors Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, Michael J. Fox, Padma Lakshmi, and Patrick Dempsey are among the entertainment industry, uh, industry figures set to participate in the Clinton Global Initiative meeting. In other words, they're all globalists, liberal globalists. Other well-known leaders expected to join the meeting include Education Secretary Miguel Cardona, Massachusetts Governor Maura Healy, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, Maryland Governor Wes Moore, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. Notice every one of these governors is hyper-liberal. Hyper-liberal. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist and author Nicholas Kristof, Jose Andres, Cindy McCain, wife of the former John McCain, National Domestic Workers Alliance president, Ajin Pu, and Ai Weiwei, whatever pronunciation that is. All right. We're going on with these various articles now. I told you there were six of them. So, we go to the next one. This one also comes from the Clinton Foundation. With attendees as different as Airbnb CEO Brian Chesky, UNICEF director Catherine Russell, and actor Matt Damone, the upcoming Clinton Global Initiative's guest list reads like a who's who of the business, nonprofit, and celebrity worlds. Well, it's a who's who, of the globalist celebrity and business worlds. The primary goal of CGI, the Clinton Global Initiative, is is to push participants to declare commitments to action, often consisting of financial and philanthropic pledges toward various global issues. Participants also will include... In the philanthropic sector, like Jose Andres, founder of the World Kitchen, Central Kitchen, Darren Walker, president of the Ford Foundation, attending CEOs consist of HSSBCs, the banks, Noel Quinn, and Whole Foods' Jason Bukel. Bukel. Alongside policymakers like New York's Governor Kathy Hochul and U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona, celebrity intendants range from Orlando Bloom, Michael J. Fox artist A.I. Wee-Wai, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, Daniel Kwan, Daniel Scheinhart, Moderna co-founder Nubar Afayan, and Pfizer CEO Albert Burla will also be there, including sponsors like the Massimo Foundation, Cisco, and Pfizer, Inc. Are you beginning to get the picture? This is how globalism is taking place. This is how the New World Order is taking place. The next, coming from Newhouse.org, Pope Francis aligns with global elites for Clinton's 2023 initiative. Pope Francis, the head of the Catholic Church, decided to join forces with a host of global elites for the Clinton Global Initiative. The Pope's participation in this summit is not without controversy, raising questions about the Vatican's increasing foray into global politics. The CGI 2023 will commence with a special conversation between former President Clinton, remember, a consummate globalist, and Pope Francis. Among the roster of globalists attending the event are Janet Yellen, US Secretary of the Treasury, Gavin Newsom, Governor of California, Jen Psaki, former White House Press Secretary and current MSNBC host. Also, Gretchen Whitmer, Governor of Michigan, Ruth Porat, Chief Financial Officer of Alphabet and Google, and Dana Perino. Co-anchor of America's Newsroom and others for Fox News. Would you like to know why Janet Perino would be there? Because Janet Perino was the chief spokesperson for George W. Bush. Remember? she was the Janet Pisaki for George W. Bush. George W. Bush and his daddy and his granddaddy were consummate globalists. Apparently, apparently Dana Perino is as well. Otherwise, she wouldn't be there. Are you beginning to see how broad and how pervasive this is? And in June, Pope Francis met with Brazil's Marxist president... De Silva at the Vatican. The meeting between the two South African leftists was marked by a shared kiss, further fueling the debate about the Pope's political leanings. Pope Francis has also been vocal about his views on conservative Catholics in the U.S. He criticized U.S. conservative Catholics for their backwardness in thinking and accused them of replacing faith with ideology. No, it's the Pope that has replaced faith with ideology. He has it backwards. And then finally, the Washington Examiner, the Clinton Foundation Summit, headlined by a live conversation between Pope Francis and former President Bill Clinton on various issues, including climate change. The Pope known as his calls for global action to combat climate change. The had previously met with Clinton back in July, along with Alex Soros, the son of billionaire and liberal mega-donor George Soros. Friends, do you know one of the principal uh, things about the Bible and about uh, human life and relationships is... You're known by your associations. Birds of a feather flock together, friends. And this Pope flocks together with secularists, globalists, and political liberals all over the world. That's his go to group. He doesn't go to people who are strong Bible believing Christians. He goes to people who embrace a new version, a kind of Marxist-Leninist version of Christianity. Pope Francis will be one of the many speakers at the Foundation's meeting, already was, with a host of government officials, pundits, and celebrities from around the world. We've already named so many of them, including former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair, who went after he left the Prime Ministership of England. He went directly to the Pope and converted to Catholicism so that he could be part of the Catholic push for a new global order. And then he proceeded to go to New York and form the Tony Blair Religious Foundation in which he specifically labeled, set out six religions in the world that he was going to focus on for the express purpose of laying the foundation for a new world order or government. No wonder he's included here. And Fox News host Dana Perino, former White House press secretary, and then MSNBC host Jen Psaki, also a former White House press secretary for Joe Biden. Or was it Barack Obama? Or maybe both. In any event, Follow the friendships. Follow the relationships. That's what we need to understand, friends. This is not a game. You might call it the globalist game, but it's not a game. It's for keeps. This is the final effort to rebuild the Tower of Babel, the spirit of the Tower of Babel, to rule the world contrary to God. It is the exaltation of humankind To save humankind without Christ. Including one who professes to be the vicar of Christ. Talk about deception. That's consummate deception, isn't it? Hmm. Think about it. Get a copy of the book Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Impostor. I don't think you'll be disappointed. It covers so many things... You can't possibly imagine the extent of what this book covers. But it will, in fact, open your mind, your heart, to be able to see the dynamics of what is taking place. And then it also includes the the chapter, chapter 7, Globalism, the the Anti-Gospel. It talks about the seduction of a false faith, betrayal and blasphemy, the trajectory of treachery, feelings betraying faith, Recognizing the unrecognizable, the imposter, the little horn, savior politics and the Messiah factor. Tyranny, treachery and tribulation, eternal city versus holy city, the beast of blasphemy, the woman rides the beast, the absolute monarchy, the tyrant and the temple, the temple and Jacob's trouble, the mysterious mark, the mystery of history, The Mountain of the Throne, and Training for Triumph, among other chapters. A $22 book, yours for $15, now and during the month of September only. Go to the website, saveus.org, saveus.org, or give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box seven oh eight oh eight seven nine Richmond Virginia two three two five five writing a check at five dollars for postage and handling for the first book and if you get any of the other books that uh, my books alone are offered for ten dollars only Antichrist Messiah are fifteen dollars all the others are ten dollars okay and if you order more than one book every successive book is only two dollars postage and handling so you're going to save another three dollars it costs us more than that to ship them it generally costs us close to five dollars to ship a book and that's just the out-of-pocket costs thanks for joining us become a partner friends don't delay the other guys not doing it we've noticed that the actual donations have dropped off in the last several months it's troubling makes us wonder whether how much longer we're going to be on the air we'll be on the air as long as God makes it possible through the gifts of his people we trust God he trusts you how's that thanks for joining us become a partner send your gifts by faith to save America ministries go to the website saveus.org make your gifts that way and uh why don't you pray pray for the church in america that would be a good place to start